With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, he's hiring a bunch of quality people, doing great work, and ready for the season. Good morning. Welcome back. How are you? You know, I'm also on threads. I guess we gotta uh, got to stay up with the times now, too, right? So threads, Twitter, the, the great debate of the summer of 2023. It's uh, what, what a time to be alive. Uh, just ready to get the football season at this point, though. Let me just say this quick side note. If there, if there was a video of my wife and I last night downloading and accessing threads, it would get 8 million views in one hour, the two of us. Um, you know, we're in the plus 30 category, um, and... She was better than I was because she's like, well, you got to use your Instagram. I'm like, I don't know my Instagram sign, but but we got it, so we're there. So, but classic video of the wife at the husband. Just give me your phone and I'll do it for you. So I'm on. But anyway, um, yesterday, uh, Big Twelve announced it's a preseason team. I now a voter. Um, I did have some UCF representation. They did not. But I want to ask you about some players. Uh, preseason All-Big 12 football team. Jalen Daniels, a quarterback out of Kansas. I'm going to ask you to evaluate one college quarterback and pro profile as far as future draft uh, prospect. I mean, we've we've seen him at his highest, right? We saw him last year close the season after an injury, and I think that's probably what's leading the media to select him as the what projection of the offensive player of the year. It is a he's a player who's a very unique player. Underlooked, obviously coming out of high school, maybe doesn't tick all your boxes from a size standpoint. But this kid, he is so much more than a dual threat quarterback as well. I think we saw it. It was week four when we started looking at him. Like, okay, actually, he's making he's making some accurate throws, and he's downfield layering these shots. He's got a very talented arm. I think is overlooked by the fact that he is also supremely athletic. I think if we would have seen him last year play a full season and not take, suffer the injury that he did, we're talking about him sort of competing with maybe the likes of Jordan Travis for the overall dual threat behind Caleb Williams uh, in terms of a college football quarterback. The pros, obviously, I think he's going to be – he's got a long road ahead of him to make the NFL, I'd say. Uh, just the height issues, size issues are going are to dig him, uh, unfortunately. But to me, there's every bit of talent in his right arm uh, than any other quarterback in, in the conference and maybe even the power five. Uh, the newcomer of the year, I say on the offensive side, is Treshawn Ward, played at Florida State. He's at Kansas State. Um, I admit it's one of the reasons why I think Kansas State is set for a, a good season, and people kind of wondered if they're going to fall off from last year. But for those that didn't see enough of Treshawn Ward last year at Florida State, what is Kansas State getting? You know, I, I think at one point I likened him to a smaller version maybe of Alvin Kamara in the sense that he's just not quite as jacked up and, and as big as Alvin Kamara is at this stage, which is a, no indictment to Trayshawn Ward himself. There's vision, there's contact balance, and ultimately there's speed. Once he hits the edge, very few players in America can catch him. Uh, I think one thing I, I'd be remiss to say as a seminal graduate, that speaks volumes to how good Trey Benson is because Ward needed to transfer to see, the, to see more carries. But good on him for finding a you know a place where he can thrive. That offensive scheme, I think, will really pit to his strength as well. Get the ball on the edge, get to the perimeter, allow him to use his speed, his vision, and his contact balance to uh, really make some headways. 1,200 yards, 1,300 yards, not out of the question for him this year. Uh, the defensive uh, preseason player of the year was uh, Jalen Ford out of uh, Texas. A lot to like, 6'3", 235. That's a stud. 
you know, if you look at what he does best, it's it's difficult to to pick one aspect, um, what he does best and where he does what he does best. It's a, a player who probably precedes his own reputation. Uh, there's not one thing he doesn't do well. He rushes the pass, he's going to get credit for that. Uh, if you watch the splash plays and the sacks as well. But ultimately, when he drops back into coverage and he plays the middle of the field brilliantly, sort of one of the, the prototypical new age inside backer. Uh, and so to me, being able to do all, all three things incredibly well, run the alley, play run defense, drop back in coverage, and make the splash plays when he does blitz, a guy who can do it all and probably needs his time to shine and he looks like he's getting this year. I want to ask you uh, a, a couple of quarterbacks. One that is there another step in a jump for him, and, and what it means to the team, and the other that I think has a responsibility to help the stars around them. Let me first go to Michigan and JJ McCarthy. The two-year body of work is what for you? I still want to see more. I want to see him elevate the talent around him. I, I think what we've seen is good. We maybe we're just scratching the surface on what he can produce and. You know, he's, he once he put behind him the quote-unquote quarterback battle that we all knew was farce going into last season, he, he was dominant. He's very safe with the ball. I want to see him maybe take a little bit more uh, than, than what just the defense is going to give him and elevate the talent around him. But, you know, it's we're getting there with him, I, I, I think. All right. There's no question about the talent at Ohio State at running back and wide receivers and offensive line, and it has been plug-and-play. Is, is that the case with Kyle McCord? Yes. Who are we to uh, deny that that's been the fact over the past few years? He comes in, obviously, with his high recruiting profile. So does Devin Brown, though. And so, ultimately, if it is McCord, it looks like it's going to be, you know, there's enough in this to get him acclimated. You know it. I know it. A lot of people in this world know it, but most don't, actually. Getting up to the speed of a college football game as the full-time starter, he's going to need a game or two to get ready and get acclimated to what it is, the rigors of playing at Ohio Stadium, playing for Ohio State. Unfortunately for him, he's got two of the best wide receivers in the country. Um, maybe one of the better offensive lines, maybe unproven, but ultimately one of the best Big Ten East backfields as well. So he's got the best situation of all the new coming quarterbacks, uh, in my my opinion, to see immediate success. But we've seen it before where, you know, you got guys that have All-American potential, but particularly at wide receiver, you're going to be as good as the guy throwing the ball. And I'm not saying he can't do that, but it's interesting when you – have some talent like that, and you're like, well, it, it, it'll be smooth. Maybe it's not it, at the start. It may not be smooth, and honestly, you know, it's, it's maybe not a terrible thing that they have two quarterbacks that they're willing to mm-hmm. you know, keep in a battle if McCord doesn't see his success right away. They do have Brown who can go in. So to me at this point, I, I trust the staff. I think they know what they're doing at this point. Maybe not beating Michigan. We'll figure that out uh, in, a, in a few weeks or a few months when we get down to that road in November, but to me, yes, it's it, he's set up for success, but it's still I'm very optimistic that it can happen. But I, you know, keeping him in the rankings, pessimistic on where they where they are until we actually see him play some uh, meaningful Saturday games. Just uh, a few other, and I, I brought JJ McCarthy before. I'm going to ask you about Blake Corum. What, what what should a healthy season for him look like? You know what we saw last year, but better at this point. Uh, they did a great job of addressing the offensive line in front of him. What's, what's the Twitter battle? Will you, could you, as a off the Joe, off the street Joe Schmo, get five, ten yards in an NFL game? Not uh, with an offensive line in front of you, right? That discussion. Blake Corum does that. He gets what his offensive line paves the way, but he is one of the guys, one of the better creators on his own at the running back position. Not just this season, but that we've seen in recent memory. I, I liken him. He's sort of his own breed of maybe a downhill thumper with some really good one cut ability in the in the hole. And to me, you know. 
I know he's going to share carries, and but just finding him on the edge and getting him to the perimeter, like I just said about, excuse me, Trayshawn Ward. There's a lot to like about Blake Corum, and honestly, even though he's splitting carries uh, over a thousand yards and, and you know, feature him in the in the, uh, the passing game, and, and we're talking about a first round running back as well. You mentioned about splitting, you know, with Donovan Edwards. It's almost like it's the prototypical NFL backfield, right? I don't need a guy it, to carry twenty times. It's the new age. Keep them fresh all year long, and when you need them, ride them, and then let the other guy take on, you know, take the slack next week. It's uh, it it is. It's the new age prototypical Penn State to exploring the same backfield. Katron Allen and, and Nick Singleton. Same with Trayvon Henderson and Maya Williams at Ohio State. The Big Ten is really, uh, really honing in on that pro style, two running back, two dominant running back in NFL backfield. Um, how you, we've talked uh, uh, about how corner safeties have gotten bigger. We've talked about wide receivers. I'm curious. Everybody wants to find the next speed of a Tyreek Hill. Has the has the five eight five nine five ten just blazing speed wide receiver. How's that evolved at the NFL level? I'd say they've done their due diligence in understanding who can maybe exceed those expectations. You know, nobody is Tyreek Hill. Nobody's Jalen Waddle. They're their own sort of receiver in that vein and that mold where they're a little bit smaller. If you can play outside and you're that, that size, though, that means you're doing something good. So to me, I, they've evolved in the sense that you find mismatches and you have to have a clever offensive coordinator to give that type of receiver more than just one or two gimmick years because you got to have somebody who's able to scheme them and move them around the offense and find those mismatches against maybe some slower linebackers or those bigger corners where they can use you know their, their twitchiness and their ability to uh, separate and get open in the open field. That's, I think, the biggest part of being that type of receiver is the ability to naturally separate away from defensive backs. And I think that's what we've seen the players who have broken the mold do such a thing. Uh, somebody uh, asked me to ask you this. For years, the tradition had always been, if you want the best lineman, go to the Big Ten. But others would say, if you want to look at the data, it's been the SEC. Is it close? Is it either one, or is there one that has produced better talent in recent years? In recent years, the SEC has sort of closed the gap, I guess you could say. You could always count on Wisconsin, right? Now, with Fickle in charge, with Fickle in charge, I don't know if we're going to be there anymore counting on Wisconsin. Has the game slipped by Iowa, too? I think we've seen that sort of the discrepancy in recruiting ability from Kirk Ferentz and co at, at Iowa. And, you know, they're all choosing Georgia now uh, or Alabama or even Auburn or Arkansas. Dan Pittman, give him credit as well. I think we've seen them close the gap. And ultimately it's, it's a, a gap that might be insurmountable now without the trusty Wisconsin Badgers. So to me, if you look at it too, the Big Ten still has that rapport and they're going to always be the, the, the conference that sort of dominates that discussion. The SEC should be uh, right there in the discussion with them though. Uh, as the executive editor of College Football Network, check him out online, uh, check him on Twitter and threads, uh, at Ken Miller. Uh, we get closer towards the college football season, uh, and always good stuff. Thank you, Ken. Appreciate it. My pleasure. As always, Thank you. Uh, busy 11 o'clock hour. Great history lesson. It's always a great history lesson, but an interesting one today that will turn the clock back and just show you how one sport has evolved over the years. We kick off the 11 o'clock hour with the news next. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.